Welcome to Epiphany with Tiffany, a podcast that explores the deeper meaning behind the clothes you wear and items you own and how to work with the energy of the cosmos to make powerful shifts in your life, home, and wardrobe. I'm your host, Tiffany. I'm a holistic life and style coach and personal stylist with a deep love for fashion and a firm believer of the life-changing power of energetics. Tune in each week for an illuminating discussion designed to shift your frequency and connect your environment to your soul. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello. So good to have you listen in today to another episode of the podcast. Today's going to be a solo episode. Some of you have been reaching out asking me to do more solo episodes. I know I'm a little bit overdue. The past month or so has been a bit of a whirlwind with my move and transition to a new city. I can't believe I've already been in LA for a month now. What a what a busy season for me. And really timely what I kind of went through the past month because when you go through a move, you're just it's really chaotic, first of all. And there's always a lot of moving pieces. But whenever you're getting settled into a new place, packing up an old place, it really is such a time of looking at your things, reassessing what needs to stay, what needs to go, what fits, what doesn't. And for me, what was interesting moving to LA was really that my items, most of them had been in storage for about 10 months. And when I got to my new apartment, not only am I in a new city, but I'm also hadn't been acquainted with a lot of my things in almost a whole year. And so when I'm unpacking everything in my new apartment, I was noticing really quickly how the energy was shifting in my apartment. My new apartment was feeling so light and fresh and full of possibility when I first got down to LA and was waiting for my things to arrive. And within the first week, I was like, oh my gosh, my apartment is feeling so heavy, so weighed down. And there's so many things that I'm looking through, unpacking out of the boxes that are not resonating with me at all anymore, not feeling aligned, feeling energetically heavy. And if you followed me for a while, you know a little bit about my background with this. I talk about this in an early episode of the podcast. I think it's episode two where I just really value the practice of cleansing your home, cleansing your wardrobe, getting rid of things that feel like they're emotionally heavy, tied to old chapters, old versions of ourselves, and just not feeling aligned with who we are today and where we're trying to go. And when my things were in storage for 10 months, I just really, during that time, was building a lot of things internally. I was recalibrating a lot of my patterns and habits and just assessing where I wanted to go in my life, what I wanted to call into my life. And I did so much energy work during that time, energy clearing and cleansing in my physical body, mentally, and my mental body. And then when I got reunited with my things, feeling like they were not aligned, a lot of them to me anymore. 
So it was just really timely because I basically had to spend the first couple of weeks clearing a bunch of things out, putting stuff on the street. The one of the benefits living in LA in a busier neighborhood like I live in is you can put things on the street and within an hour they're gone. So I felt pretty good about that. But then going through my wardrobe, I very quickly had two large garbage bags full of clothes and I was kind of in disbelief. And it also brought up a little bit of shame because I was like, I thought my closet was really dialed in. I thought it was already energetically aligned. Why is none of this stuff resonating? But I really just had to take a moment of pause to think about all of the progress I've made the past 10 months. When I was living at my mom's house, it really was that season of clearing and cleansing and growing through some things and maturing (laughs) at age 40. I felt like I was maturing at home. And so it just was like really interesting. And so taking that moment of pause rather than feeling the shame, just getting really curious. And then I was able to really take stock of like all the growth and progress I've made and like things I've been trying this year, leaps I've taken, blocks I've been moving past with like my self-confidence, wanting to start big projects, launching this podcast, things like that. And just feeling really proud of myself because I've made so many changes. I've grown through so many things. And that foundational time at my mom's was actually super helpful for me to move through a bunch of stuff that had been weighing me down. And then I could really see this compassion and excitement about how much I have changed and blossomed. And and then the understanding of, of course, a lot of these things aren't resonating. Of course, there's these like extra, extra things that I'm still holding on to that I didn't think were still attached to former chapters or former partners or former people in my life. But here we are. They are. There's still those little shadows in the corner that even I didn't want to admit I was still holding on to. So once I cleared all that stuff out, it really took like the first couple of weeks, donated a bunch of clothes, got rid of stuff on the street. And I have a small pile of things that I want to sell of items on Poshmark. They're kind of like the more investment pieces, like my shoes that just aren't resonating anymore. But clearing out all of that space really made me have a whole new appreciation for my new home, my new apartment, and some of my furniture pieces that even though they got a little bit banged up during the move, which was kind of heartbreaking, I thought I was going to have to get rid of all of my furniture and like start over. That was how dramatic I was feeling in the beginning when my life was just like all these boxes in my living space and you just feel overwhelmed and over it. Once I cleared out all the old stuff, the boxes were gone. The space was like kind of put together initially. Then I could really appreciate the furniture that I had, start really reimagining things that I could add into the space to make it kind of feel more pulled together in the new space and just breathe some new light and energy into the space that feels reflective of my energy now. Then I started getting really excited, really appreciative of the things that I have and could really let the things shine and feel good in a way that they're meant to. So that was really cool and so timely because right now we are in full-on Virgo season. 
We have the sun in Virgo for another week. And then Venus is also in Virgo right now. And Venus will be in Virgo until the end of September. And remember, Venus is the planet of love and beauty and style. And the sun and Venus both being in Virgo, plus there's a Mercury retrograde happening right now. It really just is this season of reflection, review, revise, release, think, time to reimagine things, time to look at things, take an assessment of things, really try and get an understanding of what you still have in your home and in your wardrobe. And I know you have at least one or two things in both categories that you're holding on to that are just really not serving you that you could get rid of, donate, give to someone else who's going to appreciate them in the way that they're meant to be appreciated so that you can get your environment more aligned and dialed in to decide if you need to bring in new things, if you want to just really dial in the things that you have and reimagine them, any type of assessment of your home and your closet and even your daily routine and your diet, because we know that when we are not feeling good with our diet or physically in our bodies, it's not about weight. It's really about how we're feeling and the mental benefits you get from daily movement and just feeling like your body is feeling good and operating well, this Virgo season is a time to be looking at all of that because if any of that stuff is out of alignment, it's going to impact how you want to show up in the world. It's going to impact how you want to get dressed in the morning. It's going to impact how you feel in your home environment, which is where we recharge and refuel our souls and hearts so that we can show up the next day doing all the things that we need to do. So take stock this Virgo season on all of those things. And I bet you if you made just some tiny changes in all the different areas, you would be feeling so good by the time the sun moves into Libra at the end of September. Venus will be on the tail of that moving into Libra at the very, very end of September, September 29th. And Libra is all about beauty, grace, and balance and ready to shine, ready to be out there more. Um, uh, Libra is ruled by the planet Venus. So there is going to be that extra dose and season during Libra season where you are wanting to be out there more. You're wanting to showcase your style and your personality and just all of the wonderful qualities that you hold. And so Use this introspective time of Virgo season to take stock, look at everything that might need to get recalibrated a bit, and just get honest with yourself. I had to really get honest. Like when I moved, I got out of my movement routine, my yoga practice that I was, you know, such a big part of my routine for so many years. My almost daily yoga practice kind of went out the window. I mean, not even kind of, it fully did. And I, and then I went through this period where I was like resisting getting back into it. You know, when you get out of your routine, sometimes it can be hard to jump back in. And so I had to really baby step myself through the process and just work on, okay, let's stretch. Let's just get on the mat for five minutes, 10 minutes, see what happens. 
And the more I started doing that and just that practice of just showing up for myself, then the routine started to get back into motion. My diet needed to get cleaned up. When I moved, I was just eating a lot of takeout and like really quick, easy to assemble things. And so I decided to also do a little gut healing protocol during this time to just get my gut feeling in tip-top shape. And so I'm really using this energy of Virgo and the retrograde as a time to just like dial things in, reassess all the little areas where I had gotten a little lazy or a little bit, just kind of let my routine fall out the window. And now I'm trying to get things dialed back in, get my to-do list back in motion. And, you know, we are creatures of habit and we really do thrive in routine. And that doesn't mean that you're every day needs to be disciplined and routine. Don't go overboard with it, but a little bit of order, a little bit of routine, and a little bit of just like feeling like you're accomplishing little tasks every day probably will help you feel better. I know I feel a lot better, even if I'm just spending an hour knocking off a few things on that list, because that list, even if it's not on paper, it's running on a loop through your head and then it's bugging you. So just get out of the way. So today's episode is really kind of diving into all of this. I want to focus on the wardrobe aspect of the clearing, the cleansing, and the calling in the new because as a stylist and someone that really works with energy and style, this is something that is very near and dear to my heart, something I'm really passionate about. And I already have a couple of resources on my website and on my blog that you can check out if you are looking to clean your closet. I have a free guide you can sign up for on my website. I'll link it in the show notes. I also have a blog post, just like some tips on cleaning out your closet mindfully, looking at your clothes and your wardrobe as really there's a emotional component to the clothes that we own. There is the, you know, the physical like component of how things look, how it feels. And then there really is just kind of the necessity of clothes. Like what are, what are these items doing for you? Are they serving a purpose? Are they helping your day run smoother? Some of them, you know, some of your items are probably basics and some of your items are probably more fun, random pieces. Do they all work together? Is when you open your closet, are you overwhelmed or do you feel like things can mix and match? Do you have just enough to work with. It's not overwhelming. Things are pretty organized and dialed in. If you want some tips, grab that blog post or that guide. And then today I'm going to just go over some of my top tips. I love the fall. I love fall shopping. I love the clothes in the fall. Definitely my favorite season of the year. And living in California, we don't really get seasons. In the Bay Area where I lived the past 20 years, it definitely gets cold there. And in the fall, you can look forward to coats and and layers and things like that, even if it's not snow or like actual seasons. I have no idea what the weather's going to be like in LA this fall, but I have a feeling it's going to be different. I have a feeling it's not going to get as cold. So for me, I'm really curious about what fall's going to look like. And I think I'm being extra cautious in what I want to plan on buying or purchasing because I don't want to buy a bunch of fall warm clothes that 
might look nice, but don't serve a purpose. Don't have the functionality with my lifestyle right now. Okay, it's official. I'm in a serious relationship with the Elevated Elixirs by Cured Nutrition. I just got my first 12-pack in the mail, and I'm sad to say that I already drank them all. They were so delicious. In the afternoon, I can't tell you what a bubbly beverage does for my soul. I really need something to kind of perk me up in the afternoons when I'm just feeling the heat exhaustion, the summer months, you're trying to work, you're trying to do things at the computer, and you just kind of want something bubbly, fizzy, something to kind of perk you up a little bit. These beverages do that. I'm obsessed with the ginger lime flavor. I love that they are carbonated. They give you that kind of like sparkle fizzle, but they don't have all the junk that traditional energy drinks have. And they actually have a lot of ingredients that help perk you up beyond just the fizziness. The drinks contain CBD, lion's mane, L-theanine, and a vitamin blend with like a ton of vitamins that I'm probably deficient on and could use a little boost with anyways. The ginger lime flavor is really refreshing and just gives a little pizzazz aftertaste in your mouth as it goes down. I love these ice cold. I even add like crushed ice, put it in a wine glass to make it feel like this more elevated experience and they taste good and they don't contain alcohol and they calm your soul with the CBD. So it really is that perfect blend of like all the bucket list items I was hoping for with these elixirs. I've now tried several of the cured product line. I love their aura supplements for kind of gut health. I love their Zen relaxation nightcaps, which are filled with functional mushrooms, adaptogens, nootropics, and also cannabinoids to just really help you Zen out in the evenings. And I daily take their CBD full spectrum hemp oil because it's just kind of that everyday baseline dose of cannabinoids, terpenes, and flavonoids to just help me feel a little bit more calm, ease some of my anxieties. So if you haven't tried their products yet, you are missing the boat. They do have these new CBD THC gummies that I'm dying to try next. So I will keep you posted. If you want to try any of their product line, you can get 10% off your first order with coupon code epiphany at checkout. And their website is curednutrition.com. Epiphany for 10% off your first order. Go check them out. And if you try the elixirs, tell me what you think. So I think first things first is like not having a plan or a budget when you're thinking about things you might want to buy for fall. And I know we all kind of want a couple new pieces this fall season to just really spruce up our closets. Totally makes sense. But not having a plan or budget is going to make this season feel chaotic. It's going to add to the clutter in your closet if you haven't cleaned it out and organized it during Virgo season or earlier this year, whenever you did your spring cleaning, maybe. And it's just going to make you continue on that loop, that pattern. I was on it for years where you just buy a bunch of random things and you shove it into 
your closet and you kind of end up losing track of what you have, things that you used to wear. All of a sudden you can't even find them anymore. There's like so much happening in your closet. And then inevitably you're running late. You have to get dressed for something. You feel like you don't have anything to wear. Like how does that even happen? So really having the plan, the budget, the assessment of your items that you already own before you go buy a bunch of new things is really going to serve you in the long run. Go through your closet and your home, but especially your closet. It's probably the most chaotic is your closet over anything else. So here are some of my tips for looking at your closet and even your home items and deciding what needs to get cleared and decluttered. So it's pretty straightforward. Some, and my biggest fan of this approach is taking everything out of your closet. When I moved and was putting stuff into my new closet, it was essentially the same practice. I was able to put everything on the bed first and like hold everything up really look, am I going to wear this? Is this something that brings me joy? Let's take a page from Marie Kondo's playbook. Does this light me up? Do I still like it? Does it still fit? Do I still feel really good in it? I had to try on a bunch of stuff and things didn't go into the closet unless I felt pretty good about it. Now, my caveat for that is that there might be a handful of items where you're on the fence about them. Either you're not sure if you still like it, but you don't dislike it. (laughs) Maybe it's my, I have a Libra sun. Maybe it's my Libra sun where I can be a little bit indecisive at times, but there's some items that are harder to get rid of than others. And even if they're not emotionally charged, they might just be like, okay, this is a perfectly nice item. And I think I might wear, but I'm not sure yet. Those items I would just park in the front of your closet so that you don't forget that you have those items. I even like to turn the hangers the other direction so it kind of sticks out as like, these are some of the items I'm noodling through. And half your closet should not be this. It should really be like maybe a quarter of your closet max where you might just be assessing, does this item still work for the fall winter season? I don't know until we get more into fall and winter. It's so hard to get in the mindset of, am I going to wear this in the fall and winter when it's 95 degrees outside? So give yourself a little grace and a little time to put some things in the parking lot, in your closet, in the front. And as it starts to get colder, if you're not wearing those things within the first 30 days, it's probably not going to be worn the whole season. Then I would say go ahead and put it in the donation pile. For donation, I love donating to Goodwill. Buffalo Exchange and Crossroads is a great place if you have some items that you think you might be able to get a little cash for or a little store credit for so you can shop at a gently used clothing company. I love both of those places. And then my other favorite is ThreadUp. You can get thread up bags on their website, or even if you shop on websites like Reformation, I got one with my last Reformation order, fill up the bag with clothes, mail it back to them. And after they go through and sell the clothes for you, which is like, how awesome is that? You get a store credit. And then with the store credit, I was able to go back on Reformation's website and buy something new. And I felt good about it because I had 
donated a bunch of clothes. And so like my rule of thumb is to always get rid of at least two things for every one new thing that you're bringing in. But hopefully you can get rid of more stuff than that because I really feel like we hold on to so much stuff that we're just not even wearing every day. Like take a realistic look at what you're actually wearing every day and just declutter all of that. And this really extends to your home as well. Any of the junk drawers, any of the corners, bookcases are really loaded. A lot of times we collect a lot of books and then we read them once and then they sit on the shelf for 10 years. Can some of those books be recycled, donated to someone else who might want to read them? I love the little book kiosks in my neighborhood where you can add a book, take a book, and it's like that little neighborhood library. Try and find one of those. Take some books, put them in there. I put some really nice coffee table books on the street that I was not feeling resonant with anymore. And those were snatched up within like a half an hour. And so another tip I have is when you're doing this, the decluttering process can sound really unfun, unpleasant. We put it off to the last minute. We feel like it's going to take a lot longer than it probably takes. And you know, if you are doing it like I recommend, which is taking everything out of your wardrobe, it can feel a little bit overwhelming to like make that huge mess and then go through everything to, before it gets organized. So make it fun. Create a vibe. Put some music on. Get your favorite scented candles out. Maybe put some oil in the diffuser and diffuse it. Or if you don't want music on, Put on your favorite binge-worthy TV show. Have that running in the background. Anything that will help motivate you to tackle it. And just carve out like an afternoon on a Sunday and go through it. And I bet you'll get through it quicker than you think. So once you've gone through the items and maybe you put things back, there's your parking lot items, things that you're on the fence about. There's a bunch of clothes in donation bags. There's a bunch of stuff that is either thrown away or you're ready to sell it or you're ready to donate it. Look at your closet. Look around your home. Does it feel lighter? Does it feel tidier? Are your sock drawer, your underwear drawers, everything feeling like organized and dialed in? How how is the energy of your home feeling? I like to do a quick sage, really cleanse any of the lingering energies from that process, all of the items that have been kind of kicked up, creating kind of a new frequency in your home. That way it really kind of sucks out any of the old frequencies. How does the place feel after that? Does it feel lighter? Does it feel fresher? Does it feel like you kind of got some ideas around some items in your closet that you might need to replace. Maybe you found the white tank tops that are just looking kind of tired, a little dingy, a little pit stainy, a little holy. Like what are the things that you might need to replace? Were there some things that, okay, they don't fit anymore. We are in full acceptance mode that we just simply want to replace Are there a couple of things where you're just like, yeah, I'm never going to wear this again, but I kind of need a fun replacement item for whatever this piece was? And see if there are some items that can really just be reworked or reimagined 
Can you make new outfit combos out of existing items that now that you can kind of see what you're working with, you can feel out new outfits to put together. Sometimes when you're looking at all your clothes and you're going through them all, it can kind of get your brain, your creative juices going. And you can start thinking, oh, I had never tried it like this. Or maybe you're looking at fall fashion on Instagram or um, magazines or emails that you're getting about fall fashion. And you're thinking about new outfit combos that you hadn't tried out before. A great time to be noodling on that as well. And same goes for your home. Are there new places you can put items? Can you rearrange the furniture? How can you make the space feel a little bit newer or fresher than it did before? And then really sit down and make a plan. Get real about what your budget is for fall, what you want to spend on new items, how many you think you need to buy. I am a huge advocate of purchasing things mindfully and to take your time. You don't need things all at once. I cleared out so much stuff in my home and my closet. I've created so much space. I have like the empty hanger stack, which I love seeing that. And I'm in no rush to fill it all up with a bunch of stuff again. I think it's about mindfully uh, approaching this as like, you can get things as you need them. Keep in mind that as the fall season really starts flowing in the stores, you're going to see more and more things that are going to be catching your eye. Some of the things on your list could be something that you could get as a gift for the holiday season. So just take your time, prioritize. And I really like to prioritize what are your goals for fall? Like what are you trying to do in your life that your wardrobe or your home need to reflect? So where are you energetically trying to walk towards in your life? What are you trying to tap into? So for me, my priorities this fall are dating and spending more time in nature. So for me, when I'm approaching my closet and looking at my budget and making my plan for what I want to add into my wardrobe and in my home, I'm thinking about anything that relates to my dating life and being in nature more. So the clothes that I buy first and foremost are going to reflect those two categories over just random everyday clothes. I'm going to be focusing my money and my plan of items around date nights, around making my home feel really good if I'm entertaining company and for my my nature walks. What are the what are the outfits I want to wear if I'm going to be spending time in nature? I probably need a couple new items there. I also recommend really saving a little bit of room in your wardrobe for fun or trending items. Items that really don't make logical sense for you to buy, but they're fun. They make you feel good, they light you up. And I mean, even if you're not really a big big into trends. It is kind of fun to get one or two items playing into whatever the trend is this season. So really just giving yourself a little fun money, reserve a little uh, amount of your budget for fun money, fun splurges, and just buying things that just light you up because, you know, we are physical beings. We do love just having material items that make us feel good. And there's no shame in that. 
And if you subscribe to my newsletter, my email newsletter, I'm going to be sending a little bit of a shopping list. What's on my list for this fall? Uh, You can subscribe on my website. There's a little pop-up. If you visit epiphanywithtiffany.com, you can also scroll down a little bit on the homepage and there's a little box where you can enter your name and email to get added to my email newsletter if you're not already on there. But I love to send little blasts with my top picks for whatever. Usually I'm tying it to astrology. For this, I think I'm going to make it more just like fall in general and what are some of the things that I'm shopping? What are some of the things my clients are loving for the fall? And I'll give you a little bit of a teaser with some of the things on my list this season and that's been on clients' lists. So one of the things is uh, reimagining your pants. So I know a lot of us kind of got stuck in this rut where our jeans were skinny jeans or maybe straight leg jeans, but we weren't really going outside the lines much. And a lot of us were just wearing jeans and really not wearing any other kind of pant. Right now, it's all about looser silhouettes. So think baggy denim. It doesn't have to be so baggy where you're, where you think it looks wild, but a little bit looser, more relaxed, baggy denim. It could still even be a straight cut if you want. And low rise is back, y'all. I know we hate to admit that, but it really is. And there are, I found on Good American, some high-waisted baggy denim styles that I just ordered and I'm going to test out because I still really like the high-waisted. It feels better on my midsection than low rise. Maybe maybe it's because I'm in my 40s, but if you can rock the low rise and it feels good for you, I say get a pair. They're super, super in right now. And also, um, if it's not baggy denim, flares are back. So like think like 70s flares, super fun with denim right now and also with just pants. So printed pants or like even yoga pants in a flare style, just a great way to break up the everyday denim silhouette, everyday pants silhouette. And also, and this goes in my category of like nature, (laughs) nature walk items, balloon and cargo pants are in right now. So balloon pants are like kind of like the cargo pant feel, but they have elastic at the end. So you can make the pant really tapered in and tight, but then it balloons out. So that's what I'm referring to with balloon pants, but they're like really soft and comfortable and loose overall. So perfect for exercising in or walking around in. Cargo pants, like that utilitarian look where it's like kind of gives off some masculine energy vibes, but like in a really feminine way, if you pair it with heels and a really cute cropped tank top and then wide leg trousers. So like that tailored look, that kind of menswear inspired tailoring, whether it's a blazer, which you know is like one of my favorite fashion accessories ever is the oversized blazer, but also bringing that to your pants, wide leg trousers. I know Zara and Aritzia have some really great pairs right now and really budget friendly. If you are going to get a new blazer, which I probably will, because every season I really do like to add to my blazer collection and I just got rid of a couple blazers. So I really did create the space, maybe a plaid one or a satin one, any type of oversized blazer 
really fun right now, really chic, especially if you pair it with something a little bit more form-fitting underneath the blazer and then either wearing it with bike shorts if you're in LA like me and sneakers or pairing it with trousers or pairing it with your straight leg denim and heels for a date night. Also works well, obviously, for the office place. Uh, Really just a fun, easy statement piece. I'm also really feeling loafers this season, pairing them with socks, pairing them without socks, that low heel, really chunky, like the Prada loafers. Steve Madden makes a great affordable pair. Definitely have loafers on my list, and I'm debating if I want that to be one of my investment items. Every season, I like to invest in some item, whether it's shoes or bags. Those are usually my go-to or maybe a jacket, but this year I'm really feeling it might be a shoe or a bag. I could really use both. So will I go investment with my loafers? TBD. I'm also taking my time on that. When I cleaned out my closet, I realized I have essentially no sweaters. I mean, again, it goes back to this California lifestyle where I don't need a lot of sweaters, but I had a couple lingering ones that I was holding on to because I had really no sweaters. And when they got to my new space and I took them out of storage, I was just like, I do not want these. These look tired. These look old. These look haggard. These look pilled everywhere. It's definitely time to say goodbye to these. And so I would like to bring in maybe one or two sweaters. I don't need a lot, probably lightweight. I really love a long cardigan open sweater where you can just kind of pair it over t-shirt and jeans, make it something really easy to throw on even over leggings. And it's not like that huge oversized sweater, but I have been seeing the really fuzzy oversized sweaters all over the fashion editorials for fall season. So if you do live in a colder climate, if I did for, for sure, I would be stocking up on those. I do like to get a sweater, like one pullover sweater, like in a fun statement color. Like I have this hot pink sweater that I got last winter that I kept that I will be carrying over into this fall and winter season that I'm really glad I have. It's like literally hot pink and it makes me feel so energized every time I wear it. And then I will be stocking up on the basic tees and tanks Mine were definitely looking a little haggard, my white ones in particular. Also, my black ones were looking kind of faded. You really just need a couple of good basics there. You don't need to have a whole assortment, but having a fresh white tank top that looks crisp, that feels good, a white basic tee that you can throw on with anything is just going to make your closet really easy to work with. And then an oversized white collar shirt. There's nothing like getting a new one for fall, crisp, oversized silhouette, really fun and easy to wear. You can pair it with trousers. You can pair it with jeans. You can pair it with shorts while we're still in the transitional season, really just an essential in my opinion. And then I will be getting two or three date night dresses or tops. I already got one dress. I tried the scuba like skin tight 90s vibe dress from Good American. I got it at Nordstrom a couple weeks ago and I really like it. It makes me feel really good. I really wanted to 
have something that felt sexy. You can really see my curves in it. And I was surprised that it really made me feel confident and kind of just holds everything in and really just makes your curves shine. So really can't recommend that dress enough. And I know it comes in a bunch of colors. And I want to get a couple of like kind of sexy date night tops for like dinners out for maybe having someone over and cooking them dinner, just something that I feel really good in, maybe even a pair of sexy pajamas. And then I'm still debating on a new handbag. So I was looking at some crossbody styles. I need something that is functional, something I can throw over when I'm walking Donnie because he I'm always carrying his leash or even carrying him if he's getting into trouble like he was this morning. <laughs> I have to pick him up and get him out of out of things he's doing. And so I need my bag to be kind of just like out of the way, but still look chic. So I will be debating and noodling on where I want to invest, whether it's my loafers or a new crossbody handbag. So I hope this gave you some ideas for your own wardrobe this fall, for how you can really be utilizing the rest of September, thinking about how you might want to dial in your closet, your home environment, just making it feel really organized and fresh. If you learned some fun things from this episode or got something out of it, love to hear from you. Shoot me a note. You can find me on Instagram at Epiphany with Tiffany. And don't forget to subscribe to my email so you can get my newsletter with some fun shopping links for the fall season and just other notifications of new package offerings that I'm working on right now. You can be first to be notified. I like to give little discounts and incentives to my newsletter group before anyone else. So make sure you're subscribed and visit my website if you wanted any of the other resources. I hope you're all having a good transitional season and I will talk to you next time.